1: G'day hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We haven't had our voice for the last couple of days. We haven't been able to do our draft recap. We're just starting to get it back now. Uh, we have got Teamless dropping in about 45 minutes. So I'm recording this Tuesday afternoon. You'll be listening to this Wednesday morning. Uh, so fingers crossed my voice does last here. And as I'm getting the voice back, I thought what better way to get back into it than to relive one of the most traumatic supercoach weekends of my fucking life. Uh, Super so Draft, you know how seriously we take it each and every year. Uh, we were devastated on the weekend, obviously, with the injury to Ryan Pappenhausen. We still managed to win our game, uh, but it definitely felt like a loss, to be perfectly honest with you. Losing Puppy makes it really difficult. If you've been listening to these week in, week out, uh, we had about a, what, a six or seven week span where Puppy was out. And we were doing okay, winning about 50% of our games. But we just kept saying, we just need to get Puppy back and then we'll be okay. I probably have myself as the favorite. Uh, at worst, probably second favourite to win our comp this year. Uh, without Puppy, that drops me well and truly down the rakes. I'm not ruling myself out, uh, but it would be one hell of an impressive knock for me to be able to win with Puppy. So, pretty devastating. I thought I'd built a really good side. I thought my draft strategy was fantastic. I thought I made really good trades, and I picked up the right guys here and there. As I said, didn't draft a hooker. I've got Jeremy Marshall King. He's averaging 60. Didn't really draft... Halfbacks and 5'8", still really late. I've ended up with Tommy Dearden, who's averaging 55, and Drinkwater averaging 71. Um, so I was really happy with how draft weekend went and how it, all, how it all played out for me. And the guys I was patient with, like Drinkwater, like Cola... These sort of guys that have really come good at the back end. Um, yeah, so devastating how it's played out, but it isn't over yet. Uh, we can still win it. We're going to need a little bit of luck come finals, which you probably need to win it. You probably need a bit of luck regardless of how your team looks, but we're definitely going to need a little bit, little bit of luck to fall our way. But looking forward to the challenge of trying to win it without puppy. I think most will be ruling me out, which is fair enough. Um, I'm close to ruling myself out too, but... I still think there is a chance. And if I can do it without ah, uh, that would just be huge. So that'll be our challenge now. That's where we're turning our attention to. But on the weekend, uh, I played Tom Burns, who he's also got a team in the top four. So it was going to be a really important win for me regardless because uh, it would be able I'd be able to knock him out of the top four, put myself in there, which we know is crucial when it comes to your draft finals and everything to finish in the top four. So it was a really important one for me to win. Um, and in hindsight... Now it becomes even more important. If I am going to win this competition, I think I definitely need to finish top four. I don't think I can afford to finish bottom four. I've got Tom, and then the rest of my draw is a little bit easier. They're all bottom eight teams, I believe. So I do give myself a good hope to still make the top four, even though I am going to be without Ryan Pappenhausen, which will hurt. Uh, I've also heard whispers this afternoon that Ronald Volkman, it looks like he's been dropped from the Warriors team. So... That's actually going to give me two waiver spots to work with. So I can try and do my best work there. Hopefully try and come up with some gold in the back end of the season. See how we go. But the win against Tom, a good one to get. Pappy was obviously my captain. He got 33-odd. So very, very disappointing there. 34-odd, whatever it was. Um, Scott Drinkwater, he played the Cronulla Sharks on the Friday night, the first game. Tom had Nico Hines. So I was happy to see Hines only get 80, but very disappointed that Drinkwater only got 41, especially when he almost scored that try. In the opening few minutes, we then had the Warriors game. He had Joshie Curran, he got forty nine. You and Aiken, his hundred and fiftieth game for me. Base started out sixty three points. He was sensational. Aiken. Then we had the Roosters game. I had Victor Radley scored that try on the Saturday hour, which was great. So he got sixty three, which I was stoked with. And at the end of the game, I looked over at Tom's team and Momorowski. He piled together close to a century without me even really noticing ninety six points there for Momma. So a good score. Cola, uh, my boy, who I've been very patient with, had another cracking game on the weekend. 83 supercoach points. Very, very happy with Cola and what he's doing at the moment and the combination he's now got with DCE. Also had Olukuwatu in a similar boat who got 82 supercoach points. Uh, Tom, also in that roost game, he had Jaden Sua and Amone who both went pretty disappointing. Sua 37, Amone 21. Always a gamble you take with a guy like Amone. Disappointing to so see Sua score that much uh, in 80 minutes. So You'd, you'd hoped that, that he'd score more than that. We then had the Newcastle game uh, where I didn't have any players in that one, but Tom had – oh, sorry, I had my Manly boys. I didn't have any Newcastle boys, but Tom had Daniel Saifedi and Milford. Milford got Simbin in that one, which really helped my cause. He only scored seven, and Saifedi a pretty low 36 there as well. We then got to the Broncos game that was later that night. I had Staggs, he got 47. Uh, Tom had Jordan Pierre, who got 79, so he definitely got the chocolates in that one. He also had Bo Fermor, who got a 50. He had Jojo Fafita, who was a really good pickup. I love Fafita. I didn't think he'd score overly well, uh, but he scored 49. He had that one run out of his in-goals that he would have got a line break, and I assume five or six tackle breaks there, but that's the sort of stuff that Jojo's capable of doing. And then Tom also had Tommy Flegler, who I think he was expecting a little bit more out right? of. Got 40 points there. Tigers and the Panthers. My boy Isaac Tungo, 82. Good, but I mean, he was on 70 after about 20 minutes. So I was sort of hoping for a little bit more, but 82, still happy. And Fanua Ball, who came off the bench, 31. I thought he'd play more minutes. I'm going to have to reassess what I'm doing there. Then we had the Melbourne game. Ryan Pappenhausen, 34. Very disappointing as my skipper, Tommy Starling, who I picked up of the waiver wire. Just taking a bit of a punt. See what happens with him. Uh, 19 supercoach points, very disappointing. Uh, and Tom, in that game, he had Jerome Hughes, who got 55. It's really strange. By the time Ryan Pappenhausen was injured, it looked like, well, before he was injured, it looked like I was going to cruise in this game. I was going to win easy. Then Papi got injured. That changed everything. But the other thing was that Tom had Jerome Hughes, and I hate when you're in these situations when it comes to draft comps. I needed Jerome Hughes to go quiet in draft to in top four. But I really needed him to go big in classic for me to jump up ranks, which I did anyway. But if Husey would have been given those two tries that he probably deserved, to be fair, uh, it would have lost me draft, but it would have pushed me right up in the Supercoach Classic ranking. So it was a bit of a weird one. I think it worked out okay. I went up in classic. I won draft, so we'll take it. But Husey 55. Then the last game of the week, the Bulldogs and the Bunnies.
0: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?
1: Tom had Kiraz who came with a couple of nice things for a 45. I had Marshall King 67, Max King 53, Tom Burgess 39. I will welcome back this week Britt Nakora and Tom Dean, which is great. Uh, Matty Tomoko was on my bench as well for a 48. Didn't get to use him. And Ronald Volkman, I'll have to drop him and probably Pappy this week. or well, definitely Pappy this week, uh, which will give me a little bit of room to work with on the waiver wire. So I haven't really had a good look at it to see what's on there, but I'm very keen to have a look and see if we can find any gold on there, because we're going to need to now, we're going to have to make some serious moves and have a little bit of luck fall our way. As I said, though, the most important thing out of this weekend was that I am in the top four. Again, I'm currently sitting fourth. I'm on 22 points, as is Tom. Uh, the guy below him's on 20. Actually, the three guys below him are on 20. So I'm far from locked into uh, the top four. But as I said, the three guys that I play on the run home are all guys that are in uh, the bottom eight. So fingers crossed. That can be enough to keep us in the top four for this run home because I'm definitely going to need two bites of the cherry without Pappy. It's going to really go a long way. Have a look at our game next week. We're going up against Kurt. And funnily enough, uh, Kurt, he drafted – he's coming last in our comp, thankfully. Uh, he drafted Tom Trojevic this year. So, obviously, he's lost his fullback. He's been decimated there as well. But – I still think that I can get the better of his team next weekend. I think the rest of my team, I think base stats should be enough to get me home. I think it's going to probably come down to captaincies, which I need to make a big call on. Haven't really had a look at this week's draw, to be honest. They've sort of been stuck in a cave. and just been fucking devastated. Uh, But when I look at... Kurt's team, uh, he's got Aaron Clark, who absolutely killed it at lock last weekend for the Gold Coast Titans. So I'm expecting that they will keep that pretty similar. They're playing the Bulldogs, so he might even pick up more attacking stats there. So he's one guy that I can't believe I'm saying it, but definitely worries me. Brandon Smith, he will still be uh, suspended for his little outburst the other day. So that helps Nelson, Nelson Osofa, Uh Obviously the Melbourne Storm, they need to bounce back here. Playing the South Sydney Rabbitohs up here at Sydney. Nelson, I'm sure he will do well. Adam Finola-Blake against the Warriors. I've made a couple of changes um, to the Warriors' lineup. Adam Finola-Blake, unless he gets attacking stats, probably a 50-odd. Aiden Tolman doesn't worry me. Hopefully, Luciano LeLua, he moves back uh, to the bench this week, which I think he will with all the um, Queensland Origin boys coming back. So, hopefully, Lucha's on the bench for me. Dal Finucane. Been flying under the radar a little bit the last few weeks. He's been playing about 55 to 65 minutes per week, getting it back up there. So coming up against him against the Panthers, I think he'll be in for a really good base stat score, probably 60 there. Makatoa, you'd have to assume that he goes back to the bench for the Parramatta Eels, especially if Mado's back as well. That'll help. CHN for the Canberra Raiders. They'll probably get a couple of guys back from COVID, so hopefully he drops back. Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mann, and Cobbett, that's where it's going to be won and lost. Uh, if the Broncos have a big win... Just looking at who the Broncos are playing this week. Hopefully it's a tough matchup. The Eels, okay. And that's Thursday night, so at least I'll know straight away where I'm at. That'll be a tough decision to see who Kurt VCs there. To have Reynolds and Ezra Man, what a great little get there. Hopefully Parramatta at home, uh, they can put up a really strong performance and keep those guys quiet. If, if he, they do, I think I'm probably in with a good chance there. At least with Reynolds and Selwyn Cobo, whatever points they get, Hopefully, I'll have a little hand in it with um, Katoni Stags in my side too. But Adam Reynolds and Selwyn Cobbo—they are no strangers to producing points that have absolutely nothing to do with Stags. That'll be a nervous one for me. D.W.Z. He'll return for the New Zealand Warriors, I assume, against Canberra. I'm okay with that. Tane Milne—rumors around that he might be ruled out this week. So I'm okay with that. If not, it's against Melbourne anyway. Moses and Bay doesn't worry me. Hamiso—I'll have drink water and Dearden, so any points that Hamiso gets, I'll sort of be able to compound those, anyways. And then Corey Thompson. Uh, as we said, the Titans, they got the Canterbury Bulldogs, so he could get some attacking stats there, but not overly concerned. So I think realistically for Kurt side, it all comes down to Thursday night. Parramatta at Parramatta, not an ideal matchup for Brisbane. Hopefully those boys show up, and that'll probably take me a long way to winning that game as well. I've just got to make a decision on my VC and captains, which will probably include Cola uh, or Oluquatu against the Dragons on Friday night. And then I'm for my C, I'm going to have to look around and make a tough decision here. I'm not really sure who I'll go. It'll probably be Drinkwater against the West Tigers on Sunday afternoon. So, gun to my head. Do I win this week? I would say yes. Even without Puppy, I think I can get the job done here. I'm pretty lucky with the way that my draw has played out that I get to play some of the bottom teams now. Um, they will have first waiver. Will Kurt will anyway. So, I'm sure there'll be another pretty decent guy to come into his side here. Obviously, injuries all over the place. Um, Katoa, he's been knocked out of the Sharks team So you could see like an Ikevalu or a Connor Tracy Come to that side, so he could have him as well So, going to be interesting to see how it plays out backing myself in for a win this weekend, even without Pappy. And I'm going to need every single win I can possibly get on the run home. Just a reminder too, guys, we will be recording beers and break evens a little bit later today around midday. So stay tuned for that on YouTube around about one or two o'clock, I'd say it'll be on there. And then it'll be on the podcast later this afternoon as well. So make sure you tune into that. Myself and Timmy having very good seasons. I jumped ahead of Timmy this weekend, which was great to see. There'll be plenty of banter around that. Both having cracking seasons. And both have very different ideas of how it's going to play out in the back end versus our two plans are very, very different. So that'll be a cracking episode of Beers and Break Evans. If you are a super coach, classic player, come and listen to that. We're going to have a really good time today. And, yeah, fingers crossed I can keep getting wins in this draft comp and try and win it without Pappy, which seems to be a pretty tall order, Uh, but I'm not ruling myself out just yet.